0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Village Halls podcast sponsored by Allied Westminster, the UK's largest specialist provider of village hall insurance and the home of Village Guard. Now, what would we all do without the internet? Love it or hate it, there's no denying that it's taken over so many aspects of our lives. And all kinds of bodies, including village halls, now very much depend on being online. But... Are our community buildings making enough of this digital world, especially when it comes to their websites? I mean, let, let's face it, a simple About Us webpage just doesn't really cut the mustard anymore, especially with the youngsters. <laughs> Today, I'm joined by Mark Harris, who, like me, can't really claim to be a youngster, <laughs> and who is chair of Bower Hill Village Hall, which is not too far from Bath. Like most They've been on a bit of a journey with their website and have learned a few lessons along the way. Mark's kindly agreed to come on the show and talk about it all with me. Hi, Mark. How's things in sunny Wiltshire?
1: Ah, hi, Johnny. Um, Well, it's not very sunny here at the moment. Um, Very grey and overcast and not very warm.
0: (laughs) Yeah, which is right for this time of year, of course, anyway. Um, now, Now, before we start chatting about your website... Tell me a bit about Bower Hill, Mark, and and why you became
1: involved with the village hall there. Yeah, sure. Well, Bower Hill is a a village on the outskirts of Melksham, which, as you've said, is not that far from Bath. Melksham's a small market town in in West Wiltshire, um, which developed from the site of RAF Melksham. Now, when you say RAF Melksham, lots of people think, oh, must be an airfield. No, it wasn't. It was a number 12 school of technical training oh. where lots of guys came uh, from 1940. It was built during the war and s- remained open until 1965. And it was purely a technical training school for various trades to do with people who worked on aircraft, radios, oh. radar, engines, all that sort of stuff. When when the site Closed, some of the larger buildings were converted to industrial use and are still in use today. And then from about 1970 onwards, the rest of the site began to be developed for residential use. So the area has expanded considerably, especially in recent years, and is now much larger than it was 20 years ago when I first moved here. Yeah. A a new primary school was built to cater for the expanding residential area. And that opened in 1991, and then very soon after a village hall was built within the school grounds, although it is a separate entity, Uh, the local residents campaigned and raised funds and got the agreement of Wiltshire Council that they could build the hall in the school grounds. And it's run very successfully since then. However, in 2015... Uh, I saw an article in our local paper saying that the hall would close if more volunteers didn't come forward to run it. Right. And I thought, that's not good. Um, I don't want that to happen. I only live literally three minutes' walk from the village hall. I'd never used it up to that point. Um, But I thought, I'll go along to their next meeting, see if I can do anything, you know, be useful to them. And I did that and was welcomed with open arms. Um, so I joined the committee, and almost immediately, because of my background and technical expertise, was asked to investigate how we could get broadband Wi-Fi into the hall, and also a multimedia audiovisual system, because we had a, a customer who was interested in using the hall for presentations and seminars and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah so i I did both of those things took quite a length of time, about eighteen months altogether so yeah that that's it really, in a nutshell, how the hall came about and how I got to be involved with it and things are going pretty well, I understand
0: mark with the the hall being pretty busy since since things opened up more
1: yeah um yes, <laughs> but yeah, from September onwards uh most of our regular users have come back now. And then from the first of October, the decision was taken to open up again to private parties, which which was something we hadn't allowed up until that point. Yeah. Um, and my bookings inbox just went berserk. It. it
0: and and as I mentioned, in main reduction having an effective website is an important part of any successful modern day village hall. Give me a bit of background. Mark, as to how your hall's web presence has developed
1: over the years. So around about the same time that I joined the committee, uh, a friend of mine who ran his own IT consultancy asked if the village hall had a website, Uh, and I said no. So he offered to build us one free of charge in return for use of the hall as a pop-up studio for his photography hobby. And that was fine. He he built a website. Basically, it was more a booking system with a few pages of information about the hall attached. Yeah. Um, But the booking system side of it uh, worked a treat. Our bookings have increased exponentially, and I'm well aware of how that word should be used. Our bookings since 2016 was our first full year of using the online booking facility through the website. And from 2016 to 2020, our bookings went up 60%. So that made a huge difference, just having an online presence. Yeah. At the same time that we went online, we did away with a telephone number. We, we no longer have a published telephone number for the hall because we felt having one person tied to a telephone number for dealing with bookings wasn't fair on that person. The person that was doing it before was quite happy to do that, but the person that took it on afterwards wasn't. Yeah. So it's all done by email and going forward, which we'll talk about later, by other means as well.
0: And I, I mentioned earlier how... Yeah, just having that about us page is not really enough these days and and, and and you're of course alluding to that with what you mentioned about bookings. people people are looking to interact and take action online now, not just read bits of information, right?
1: Yes, our first website was functional yeah and it did the job and it had a booking system which worked well and was easy to use. but we just felt that things have moved on since then um i mean that was six years ago now uh, yep. since that was designed and built and went live and it and it's worked well but people expect more nowadays
0: so with that in mind you've updated your, your site recently yeah
1: yeah i took it upon myself to investigate what was available now because obviously things have moved on in the internet and website world yep. so, yeah so yes I, I did a lot of research Uh, and found a lot of online packages and web development sites and booking systems, online booking systems. And at first I toyed with the idea of designing my own website or or doing it myself. I'm fairly computer literate, but I very quickly discovered that that was beyond my capabilities. So I then looked around for a local web developer And I found three, two of which were eliminated fairly quickly for varying reasons. The third one I found was very close to my home. So I actually went, walked down to their office and spoke to them. And they were so accommodating and professional in their approach that I engaged them on the spot, more or less. Brilliant. And and they've done us proud. They really have.
0: And that's the thing, isn't it? I often I think it's the case that, especially if you're, if you're feeling a bit strapped for cash and so on, you feel automatically, oh, I could either do this myself or I can beg, steal and borrow and somebody local can can help out with it. But it's often the case of getting it done properly, isn't it, is the best way.
1: I, I think so. I mean, yes, it, initially the, the website and the booking system that we had worked well, did what it was intended to do, but people expect more now things have moved on yeah so yes we we now have a professionally built website incorporating a professionally designed booking system and i i think it's a major improvement and and most of the people i've spoken to think so as well so hopefully i've done the right thing so,
0: tell me a little bit about how that that booking system works
1: um how it works Okay. Um, I did a lot of research, looked at a lot of different systems that I found online. Yeah. And the one I settled on in the end was Hallmaster. Okay. And the main reason I settled on that particular one was because I liked the layout of the calendar in particular. You can view it in monthly, weekly, daily, or agenda view. The weekly view was the closest match to our existing system. Mm-hmm. So if you put the two side by side, they, they're almost identical. And, and that was what I wanted. I wanted the same look for people coming to the website for the first time, not so much for our regular users because they know what it looks like and what to expect. But for new people looking to book our whole, I particularly wanted something that was clean, clear, simple to read and simple to use so i settled on hallmaster they were offering a 90-day free trial period and i thought well i'll give it a go and if it doesn't work i'll try something else and as it turned out it proved to be fairly easy to do the initial setup took me about four days to transfer everything across from our existing system onto hallmaster that was just a few hours a day obviously not continuously but once I've got it all set up and all the customers in and all the rooms and the charges and all the other bits and pieces i I now find it it's second nature it's really easy to use yeah some of our I can see some of our customers might struggle with making bookings, but we can get around that they they can just tell me what they want and I can put it on for them, so that's not an issue for the most part. The people that are booking private parties, and they're the ones that are booking online, having looked at the website, shouldn't have too much difficulty because they tend to be in the younger age group, whereas most of our regular users are in the older age groups and uh, may not be so capable, technically capable, because it is a little bit more involved.
0: And, and really, there's, there's several benefits, isn't there, Mark, in, in keeping up to speed with your website, are there? I mean, apart from anything else, you can you can just attract a wider audience, can't you, through your website?
1: Yes, it's, it's been specifically designed to work on all devices. So smartphones, tablets, laptops, PCs, wh- whatever people are using, once they've registered, they have to register to use the booking system. But to view the website, obviously, that is uh, available to all. And yeah, I think it's 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 more the younger audience now are doing more and more things, particularly on smartphones. That that yeah. seems to be the way people, you know, things are going now. And yes, it, it works on any device.
0: I think I think you're right. I think our generation, you mentioned, you know, that you don't use the telephone number anymore. And that was our that was our way, wasn't it? You know, if you if you thought on a whim or I'm going to go and do a class or I'm going to, you know, get myself involved in, in some club or something like that. You would, you would just pick up the phone and, and find out more information that way and, and say, when can I come and, and so on with a, with a real person. But it's not like that now. Um, the, the kind of the automatic place for people to go is to go to the smartphone, find a website, find that information themselves, and then book something, um, using the buttons on the, on the phone yeah. rather than rather than a voice and interacting with a person. And I know that might seem strange, very strange to, to to our generation. I think we all have to accept. And I mean, I live in that world now as well anyway, and I'm sure many of us do, despite the fact that we're getting on a little bit. You know, it, it, it's just way, way more convenient to, to do it that way, isn't it?
1: Yes, ev- everything's online and with a smartphone, of course, you can do the same as you can do on a tablet, laptop, or PC, virtually. But yeah, for, for finding things, you have to be online. There's no two ways about it now.
0: Yeah, and I, your latest website is terrific, by the way. I, I love how it gets straight into what's on. You know, it's got that button there, which you can click on, which tells you what's on. And then there's another button there for, for booking an event. So it's it's really great stuff. It just gets straight to the to the to the point and and straight to the reason that in essence your customers if you like if I can use that word are, are are looking for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um all the information is there at the click of a button like you say or the scroll of a page and if you want to make a booking you can do that very easily. So yes, it's it's all there and all in one place. The other thing that we we uh managed to get incorporated was a link uh through Google Maps. So, you, you see on quite a few websites now, usually at the bottom of the page, uh, and indeed that's where ours is, that there is a map showing people where we are. Uh, and there is a link to get directions, which you can then download to your mobile device or whatever. So, you know, you, yeah. you can find all the information you need, you can book an event, and then you can get directions and you can send that to other people as well through through various links so it's all there in one place and can all be done online absolutely brilliant
0: so so to kind of finish up mark what's 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 your advice to to whores out there given the kind of online journey that that you've all been through there
1: well you need a website first and foremost it needs to be attractive um Mm -hmm. eye-catching because you, you don't want people to, to, to look at the front page, the first bit they see, and they think, oh, don't like the look of that. We'll go elsewhere. Uh, so it needs to be eye-catching. If you can incorporate your booking system into that website as well, that is a bonus. Yeah. Uh, the Hallmaster system incorporates an invoicing module, so you can do all your invoicing through the booking system. There is also a way of incorporating your invoicing into your accounting package. And there is a facility for online payments via a particular online payment system, which I won't mention by name, but which everybody knows about. Um, So yeah, it's all in one place. It's all there. Yeah.
0: And it's just more efficient, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrific.
0: And, and, and the website, by the way, um, that we're talking about um, is uh, bowerhillvillagehall.org.uk. We'll put a link to your website with this episode, Mark, for anyone who wants to to take a look, uh, along with a few other, other useful resources.
1: Yeah, fantastic.
0: And brilliant. Well, thanks, Mark. Really appreciate the insight. And hopefully that stirred a few thoughts amongst trustees and other halls out there. And uh, anyone else who wants to make the most out of being online.
1: Thank you very much for um, having me on your show.
0: No, it's been great, Mark. Thanks for for coming along. And uh, thanks, as always, to our headline sponsor and specialist insurance provider, Allied Westminster, for making our podcast possible and whose services you can discover more about at villageguard.com. And online booking system provider hallmaster deserve a a further mention of course not just for providing a great service to bower hill and and many other village halls but for also kindly sponsoring this podcast as well so you can find out more about hallmaster by the way at hallmaster.co.uk you've been listening to the village halls podcast a unique listening community for britain's village church and community halls and anyone interested in the vital community services they provide We'll be back again soon with another episode, so if you haven't already, please visit the Halls podcast.com to subscribe, sign up for updates, link through to our social media pages, and to find out more. Until the next time, goodbye for now.